Hey, we're back. We're back to the All In Podcast here in Franklin, Tennessee, and I've got a very special guest with me today that I'm going to introduce to you in a moment. Uh, but this young man uh, is a friend of mine now, I consider, and he's been in the real estate business about four years, Andy Bill, and he is uh, from originally from Paducah, Kentucky. He's been married with his wife, Tracy, for 20 years. He's got two daughters, 16 to 14, and he was a Vanderbilt baseball player. So you guys know Vandy. And Back in the, the day. The studs that they put out, <laughs> pumping them out, and they actually pumped him out too. And he spent uh, five years in the minor leagues with the New York Yankees organization, uh, and then 14 years in vocational ministry in Memphis and Jackson, Mississippi, Um Nashville. This is his fourth year in the real estate business. He's ex- also where we overlap is we both got homes uh, on 30A where we spend time down there. Um, he loves carrying his his experience and his ministry into his work uh, in real estate and loving and serving his clients in the pursuit of their goals and dreams. And so what we're going to talk about today, as we always do, is talk about what it means to be all in. We're going to talk about what it means to be all in with your faith and your family. So Andy, Welcome, buddy. Nice it's good to see you. Yeah. Good to see you. So Great what's happening here. with you right now? Uh, you just got back from 30A, right? Or you're yeah. heading back down? Well, actually, Both. Was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's been kind of a new development for us, expanding my real estate business to 30A after buying our first place down there about a year ago. And so we're trying to be down there as much as we and can. And tell people where 30A is, because some people don't yeah, know. Yeah, abs- absolutely. So um, actually, I was on a phone yesterday with a girl in Atlanta that's a realtor there and was telling her she'd never been. Right. Imagine right. somebody in what's Atlanta 30A? has never yeah. been to 30A. So I always assume. So we yep. should probably start. Yep. So 30A is just a, a beautiful little stretch of scenic highway between Destin and Panama City, uh, just south of Highway 98. So if you r- catch a catch a time that you can stop on that 18 mile stretch of little two lane highway, yeah. you're going to see some of the most beautiful beaches in the entire country. Yeah. I, I would argue in the entire world, frankly. No doubt. My parents used to tell me that. Uh, yeah. They would say they would travel around and um, they would say these the sand and the beaches. And I always thought they were because my dad would win these trips. It'd only be for two. So yeah. I would think. There you go. You're just telling me that. Yeah, yeah. I had an aunt and uncle that would visit Santa Rosa Beach in the 80s, like early 80s. So there was literally nothing there. And there'd just be one of those little, you know, cinder block houses that, you know, there's a few of them still there where you know there's just some generations of family that are holding on as as developments happening all around them. But, yeah, it's our favorite place in the whole world to be. I mean, it's amazing. Like when you go down there now – you just, especially when you go just down the main drag, yeah, it's almost like, I just think of like, I don't know, Beverly Hills, Malibu, something. I just think like, it's like, you really have to see it to believe it. And yeah. when you take people, you know, like uh, my friend, Brian Yormack from, from uh, Denver, you know, he's got family like in Miami. They don't know what this is. Yeah. Like, he's from Denver. He's like, I've never, he's calling the well, phone. Sh- sh- don't, yeah. let it, right? don't let it all out. You right, know, like right. we want to we keep the crowds down like, a little bit, right? Smokes, yeah. Look at these places, because you're kind of like on what we know this term is the redneck river. Riviera. That's right. But somehow in the middle of Redneck Riviera is like like Beverly Hills or like Malibu or something. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it, but it's absolutely amazing. And we're just fortunate to be. No be question. It's just getting good, I think, now. It is. It, and, you know, last year, uh, 2022, average sale price there was $2.3 million. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, 2013, average sale price was $1.3 million. Yeah. So you've seen on average a million dollars in equity gain yeah. uh, in that 10-year period. So yeah. the growth is is significant there. And the short-term rental market there is, you know, that's that's part of the reason that we purchased down there as yeah. well. You know, we wanted to jump in and try and build generational wealth through real estate in that yeah. way. And it's been a good tool and resource for us to do 
that. And there's 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 uh, there's a market correction, just like everywhere. I mean, you're mm-hmm. seeing a market correction there, and perhaps even more so, I think. Yeah. Um, from people I've talked to and talking to you, that people are maybe a little bit more reluctant to lower the price. Mm-hmm. And so you're seeing houses kind of sit a little bit more right now down there, it's, uh, especially the higher price when you get into three, yeah. four million. Sure. Which sounds like a lot, but you've got people moving from all over. Yeah. And two, three, four million dollars to some of these folks are just, it's nothing, especially when you think about the cash flow. But but even with the correction, I, there's just deals to be had, is there not? The, you just there gotta are. Be, you yeah. just got to, you know, be a little smarter. Yeah. When, when people hear the thing about the average sale price last year being 2.3 million, there's I've I've got a lot of friends that look at it and say, well, we could never afford a place there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got a good friend. I, I'm with Berkshire Hathaway there on the beach, and a friend of mine that helped us buy our place before I was licensed down there. He listed one just this morning um, in Beachwood Villas, mm-hmm. just a one bedroom, uh, built in bunks for four eighty five. So yeah. under five hundred, it's gonna it's gonna gross, uh, it's gonna build in gross rental income. Last year in actuals was like just under forty three k. So you're almost at the ten percent rule, which on thirty a. And for those that don't know the ten percent rule, basically if you can get gross rental income in an annual in annual way that's ten percent of the home's purchase price, that's the ten percent rule. And typically, that's a very broad stroke of a decent investment, right? right? And right. Obviously, we want to dig into the numbers more than that, but to to find a place down there that is in an area that's going to continue to grow and appreciate for the years to come. Not only that, we like to call them a lifestyle asset, yeah. right? Yeah. Take your family, enjoy some time, let it be a blessing to friends or, or people that you know that maybe couldn't afford to pay for a vacation right. there, but you want to you want to bless them in that way. And that's been a sweet thing for us. Just in the years that I was in vocational ministry, we, c- we couldn't afford. I mean, we went for our 10th anniversary was the first time we ever went to 30A. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. was, we stayed in the smallest place <laughs> in the off season to make it as affordable as possible. Mm-hmm. And so, but we had people over the course of my years in ministry that blessed us with opportunities to stay in their places. And and Tracy and I are so excited about the future and being able to do that for others with our yeah. place there now. And, and I see people partner up. I mean, you know, you've got two, maybe two families partner yeah. up or maybe a family with their that they're in-laws or whatnot, and they partner up and say, hey, we're going to do this because we're going to use it some. And yeah. uh, and then it sort of spreads the risk a little bit, and you don't have to come up with as much. And That's right. The down payment. So. Yeah, I mean, because I know, I know people, I've got good friends that it's an annual event for them and their extended family, and they're yeah. renting a house for six grand a week, you know, yeah. and it's like, if you guys work together, you could buy that place you're right. staying in and, and Be, stay for free That's right. two or three times during the year. That's stay right. for free and cash flow. Some. Yeah. So that's the idea. I love it. I mean, I love going down there. My wife and I, and we can't wait to hang out with you guys some as well. Yeah. Got to hang out with uh, Andy Hunt down there some at our house. Yeah. Uh, one of your compadres uh, over at uh, Nashville on the Move. So you were Nashville yeah. on the Move. So you, you started four years ago, Alan Perry, Nashville yeah. on the Move. Alan's been around for a while in the Nashville market. And how'd you get plugged in there? Yeah. So I, so more backstory, I guess, uh, what led to the transition from ministry into real estate um, had been on church staffs um, for about 10 years mm-hmm. uh, in Memphis and then in Jackson, Mississippi. And then we moved back to Nashville. We were exploring some new opportunities in ministry and um, a door opened up for me to work with a nonprofit uh, called Who You With Ministries that mm-hmm. provides chaplaincy for student athletes at Vanderbilt. And 
it was really a full circle story because pitched at Vanderbilt, played baseball there. And here I was getting to step in and be the chaplain for the baseball team at Vandy. And so did that for three seasons. And after the 2019 season, we just began to understand that, that long term my, my wife Tracy uh, she's been a stay-at-home mom ever since our girls were born and we've homeschooled our girls for years and we just wanted to keep that as a, as a focus for our family and so I was going to be the sole breadwinner from a financial standpoint for our family and so as a chaplain we, we were looking ahead in our lives that we've got college coming up we've got you know they're going to be driving soon yeah. and then you know as a dad of daughters, like weddings are coming and, you know, you yeah. got those kind of things. And so we just looked at where we were and understood that, you know, where I'm at financially and what I'm bringing in from an income standpoint, I need to try, try and do something to supplement. Yeah. So decided that real estate was going to be the best option for that. And it, it took us a long time to land there, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, but I ended up getting my license and uh, Andy Hunt was actually a good friend of mine from a group that I worked out with at Printwood Academy. And um, he helped us in 2019 sell our house here in Brentwood. And we moved further south down toward south of Spring Hill just a little bit. Um, and so we wanted to get away from the city a little. He helped us with that. And then when we went into real estate, Andy was the direct connection to Nashville and the move. And so the thing with real estate, it was initially going to be a part-time supplemental deal. And then, of course, we all know what happened in 2020. You know, I'm working with student athletes at Vanderbilt. They cancel the season. They send the kids home. And it's like, okay, what was going to be the part-time supplement is now all in. So you talk about being all in. I mean, that was a season. Not much of a choice. Yeah. I mean, the the circumstances of our lives forced us all in in that moment. And it really, you know, gave me the opportunity to just step back and say, okay, Lord, we don't understand what you're doing, um, but we trust that you're our provider. And that's been the constant reminder that God's given us throughout mm. every season of our lives, whether I was working on the church staff or or these years that I've been in real estate. Um, he's our provider. And, and as much as we want to try and take the reins and control mm-hmm. and go out and make that money or get that commission or whatever it is, Ultimately, we do the work, but God provides the increase, and yeah. that's the way it's been in our lives, you amazing. know, for as long as we've been married, and even before then, honestly. Right? Yeah, that's amazing. It's, I mean, like, I think it's always interesting when you know you said you kind of had, um, you know, you had the job, you know, you had the you had the salary job, mm-hmm. and you're still supplementing with the real estate, and then the salary job goes away, so that you really, it, you know, that's kind of that whole back up against the wall. You know, I have no other. There is no plan B. That's right. You know, at that point. that was the burn the ships moment. That was the burn right? the ship, like right? the ships were burning and sinking in the in the bay. Right. Yeah. There was no, there was no turning back. It was like, hey, I got to make this work. And and there's something that happens mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually in a season like that, where you know it really forced us to our knees. Um, but I think through that season of learning to trust God more. You know, a year later, we looked up and I'm like, holy smokes, what has just happened? You know, 2020 turned out to be one of the greatest years in real estate history. And we got to be in center stage of all of that Mm -hmm. activity and and help a lot of people. And as a result of that, um, we 
we basically two well two years in we turned around and bought our first place on 30a which right. you know we went down there almost 11 years ago for the very first time we we riding our bicycles you know riding through seaside yeah. and going yeah. this place is amazing and deep within our minds thinking boy this would maybe when we retire we can mm-hmm. sell everything we own and have a place here right? right and then to see 10 years later just what the lord was able to do it's i don't even know how to explain it honestly well and it- you know, I, I want to, I really want to, you know, drill down on that point about this, this idea, because that's where I was headed with it. You know, everything's stripped away. You've got it. There is no plan B. Mm-hmm. It, there, it, the more guests that I talk to and the more people I, I get to know and the more circles I'm in, the more I realize that people have a story. Almost inevitably, there was a time where they had to go all in. There was no plan B. And mm-hmm. there is something about this, the human spirit. Um, you're, well, A, like you said, you, you, you know, you're brought to your knees. Mm-hmm. So I think your faith increases. Uh, but then also the best is brought out in you because you're laser focused on just what has to be done. And so you're trimming up your expenses. I mean, you're, you're focused on just the work at hand. And, but, and then, you know, it's not an easy career. And so fortuitous as it were, or as it was in 2020, where you come in, at, but coming out of that, You've built a good business. So it's not like, yeah. like, hey, because there's, I will say, brother, there are plenty of people that were bartenders or fill in the blank and they got into real estate during the, yeah. and, and then now they're, you know, it's weeding out the herd now. Yeah. And that's not, that's not this guy. This, you have built a great business. And so now you've just, you're, I mean, now you're building up steam after yeah. the whole, really what was kind of an anomaly of a market, right? Yeah. I mean, but now, Talk about what's going on now. I mean, you've got a great book of business here. And then as people know, there's a big pipeline of people that go from Davidson to Williamson County in Middle Tennessee down to 38, right. right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, literally a week and a half ago, I was in Vegas. Um, so I'm I'm in Tom Ferry coaching and mm-hmm. just trying to build my business and learn the best ways to do that. And, and like his main theme of our time there was, you know what's working? Working. Yeah. That's what's working. And and if if we're not willing to work, the people that rode the wave, like, you know, that, that tide, raised, it raised all ships, right? Yeah. And what happens is when that tide goes out, a lot of people get exposed. Right. And, and so those that are willing to do the work in a season that we're, you know, we find ourselves in now, it's not, certainly not from a real estate standpoint, what we saw the last two years. It's not years. booming, we would say. No, but I, I think... The opportunity, and and I certainly don't want it to sound like, hey, I'm going to take yours, but like those that are putting in the work, yeah. they're going to gain a lot of market share over the mm-hmm. next 12 months because yeah. there's going to be the people that were just in kind of doing a few deals here and there yeah. because their buddy wanted to buy a place and they had their license. Those are going to fall out because yeah. they can't afford to stay in. And when they do, those that are doing the work are going to gain that business. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about Tom Ferry, one of the best coaches in the business. And, you know, with Alan, you know, and market expert over there, I mean, you just got, you've just, you're surrounded with excellence. No question. Yeah. You know? Alan. So Alan and Hunt and Andy Hunt, both, we go by last name because we're all Andy's. Yeah. There's literally There's Andy's. four Andy's on our <laughs> Hubbard, team. So shout out to you, Hubs. Yep. Yep. So we got, yeah, four of us, but you know, Hunt and Allen both were inspirational to me, you know, in addition to things like the Bigger Pockets podcast yeah. and, and learning about real estate investing, you know, um, I, you think about 
Robert Kiyosaki and the rich dad, poor dad mindsets, right? Like I grew up in small town, Western Kentucky, and the goal was I was going to play professional baseball and make a fortune and change my generational family's, yeah. you know, wealth in those ways. But apart from that, it was like, if that doesn't work out, you're just going to get a job, save for retirement when you're 65, retire and do your thing. And that was just the, that's that poor dad mindset. Yeah. Guys like Alan and Hunt were inspirational to me to say, no, 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 you can actually, yeah, we're going to put in the work and we're going to make the money in the now because of the work we're doing, but we're also going to see this money over here that we're going to invest in things like properties in 30A yeah. or over in the Smokies and and see them begin to build steam and momentum in a semi-passive to passive way so that my children and my grandchildren and the generations that follow, they're finding themselves in a better position to make an impact in this world because they're not just simply paycheck to paycheck. Right, right. Well, brother, what I see with you, and I'm sure you've looked back as you and you see it now too, but I mean, you know, going back to college, I mean, you go on a, a baseball scholarship to mm -hmm. a top university, not only in, in baseball, which they're known for, but academically. My wife went to Vanderbilt. This is not a school where you just skate. They're, I'm guessing you you studied. You had, yeah. to, you had to study. So, so they're teaching. Yeah. So you were taught yeah. to do the work, right. even in college. Then you're in baseball. You got that going on, um, which you know you got. That's a, you know you're, you're lettering in that, and you're, you know you're, you're 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 studying and playing baseball. Then you go into the minor leagues, which we all know, uh, like Ryan Pineda. These people, I mean, it's a hard gig. Yeah. And so then you know ministry. It's a lot of work, not a high pay. It's more not necessarily for the pay that you're doing. And then you get into real estate, which it can be feast or famine. Yeah. And so it's almost like when you look back, when I see your life, it's it's like you were sort of building up. I mean, all the things that sort of just were coming into place where you were working hard and you just sort of brought all these it just seemed more natural to you. It's like, I don't know anything else. Yeah. But to work hard. Yeah. This is what this is what I have to do. Right. Like I have to operate at a high level. I mean, do you feel that? I mean, did well, yeah. And, and it, speaking back to my to my dad and the mindset that he instilled in me, I mean, he pushed me to work harder than anybody. You know, yeah. I, I was the kid. Which is probably why that, I even got the baseball. Uh, that's right? it. A hundred percent. If he hadn't been there to push me along, if he had just mm -hmm. left me to my own drives as a teenage boy or a young teen, I certainly wouldn't have been and out what'd there. what did that look like? I, I mean, it as, was. As a man was, who has a 13 year old at home. Yeah. Boy. So it was, I mean, in a lot of ways, there was, there was, it was healthy in ways, but it was also unhealthy. Sure. In ways. But at the same time, dad's fail. The work, the work ethic that he instilled in me was because he wanted better for me than he had had him for himself, yeah. you know? And, and for that, it was, we're going to, we're going to go to the gym. We're going to be out in the garage hitting balls off a tee every morning before school. Like, you know, yeah. I played professionally as a pitcher, but I was a hitter too. Yeah. I, I like to, you know, I like to think of myself as an athlete, you know, they call the pitchers, the non-athletes and that's okay. You know, you were the exception. All I know is nothing on the field happens until you're, I you're more like the right? Kershaw. <laughs> you're a little more like the Kershaw and the bum that, of the world. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, but it was, it was things like that. You know, it was, it was developing that work ethic, but it was also understanding a plan, right? It was, here's where we are. Here's where we want to be. And here's the steps that we have got to get in Daily. place. And the, th that's it. It wasn't just a, Hey, we do it once and we check the box and it's over. Right. And, and so when it comes to, that's why I love coaching so much yeah. is because 
I don't want to sit over here and try and figure it all out. I want somebody that says, hey, here's the pattern for success. Yeah. And if you'll do these items and trust the process, when you get to the end of this thing, this is where you're going to be. Your business is going to double. Your right. business is going to triple. Or it's right. going to, you know, and that's that's the goal. Um, not so that I can just have a large bank account, but so that we can yeah. be a blessing to more people. We can yeah. do more, we can give more, um, and we can do a lot of fun things. You know, I love my family and they're the reason that I do the things that I do. Um, and it's, it's why we have the place at the beach is because for my three girls, my wife included in that three, there's no place they'd rather be. Yeah. And so yeah. every time I'm there, yeah, I like the beach, but if you know me, I mean, you can look at me and tell I've got a long sleeve sun shirt, a big old hat. Like I'm not yeah. out just yeah. soaking up the rays, yeah. you know, but I'm there because they love it so much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's an amazing place to be. And, um, I mean, I'm excited just to kind of work there with you uh, yeah. as well. I mean, there's so many people that are, this just don't think that they can buy down there. They just, you know, like you just mentioned, there's, you know, something under 500,000 down there that can cash flow and, um, just a great opportunity. You yeah. Know? So what's the market? What do you see in Nashville happening right now? Um, tell us kind of what to expect. What do you, what do you see this year? You know, is it flattening out some, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't see as, 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 you know, like the coastal areas. I mean, we, we have, we have avoided the extremes uh, mm -hmm. historically looking back the last 20, 30 years. I mean, as these market swings have happened. So what's happening, what are you guys experiencing over there in Nashville on the move? Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you on your overall assessment of that. I think there's definitely been a softening over the last five, six months. Uh, I think, and, and we've talked about this, I've talked about it in my videos. I've seen you talk about it in your videos. Uh, buyers right now, if you're sitting on the sidelines because the rates are still sitting around the six and a half to six and a quarter, if you're still sitting there, I think you're missing the greatest opportunity mm. you're going to have to get the house you want and get some, some really good incentives from yeah. sellers. Um, because, and we're already seeing this. Uh, there's an agent that I follow in Atlanta. Um, and Atlanta is a pretty similar market to Nashville in a lot mm -hmm. of ways. But we're we're seeing multiple offers return. Already. We are. We are already seeing multiple offers return and homes that are selling above and beyond list price. I, I'm really hopeful. I mean, I'm... I'm hopeful that we don't get to the place where it was the absolute pandemonium yeah. of, of the first half of last year, um, simply because it's, it's not healthy on anyone. Right. Um, I think where I, where I believe it's going to go. And I, I think from what I'm reading that the, the, the hope and the anticipation is, is that we get into the middle of the year rates are going to continue to, to decrease at, mm -hmm. a, at a slow pace. But when they I, personally, and this is my personal opinion, if they hit, if they dip below six, if that first number changes to a five, buckle up. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that have been on that have hit the pause button, and as soon as they see that five, they're going to think, oh. Well, it's I will tell you your your opinion is 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 actually can be proved. I mean, it's behaviorally speaking, um, you know, studies show that when people with five and a half percent is when somehow the American public behaviorally feels that is the time the masses will move back into mm -hmm. the market. The problem with that is you have institutional buyers 
that are sitting on the sidelines who are waiting to re-enter the market, JP Morgan Chase, Blackstone, mm-hmm. you know, these these companies. And um, now all of a sudden the pendulum swings back. Right now we're seeing kind of people to pick up good deals. Yeah. I mean, they're already getting the seller to pay for a buy down and already getting the lower rate. Yeah. That's below the market baseline rate. So if people are already kind of entering into the pool, you know, before then when everybody jumps into the pool, there's just going to be, a, I mean, they call it the difference between the red ocean and the blue ocean. You want to be in the blue ocean, That's you know? Right. <laughs> you don't want to be in the red ocean That's where it's right. just a frenzy and there's blood in the water because it's just not healthy, um, you know, when that happens, yeah. you know? I mean, we when we bought our place at the beach, I mean, I bought it in February of 22. And so it was it was chaos, yeah. you know? And we offered on two places, didn't get it. Um, ended up buying a place off market paying a premium, yeah. you know, paying more than I ever dreamed I was going to pay for a place. Sure. But it's because we knew if we didn't get it, where we'd be. And, and of course, you know, the things have changed the second half of last year, but I can tell you right now, I've still made, even, even with prices declining a bit and kind of coming back down a little bit down there at the beach, I've still made well, You're well more, oh, I'm still way up. Yeah. Way I mean, up. and you bought, you could, we could say at the top of the market. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I believe when, just so you know, guys, that February, 2022, we, we could make an argument that is close to the top, mm-hmm. um, before pff, people, it started coming down. Well, what happened is the spigot, you know, rates, it just, you know, we went from 3% to 6% almost overnight, unprecedented yeah. short amount of time. I remember when we were in that process, we were, you know, we were about to lock our rate and, um, we had been shopping around a three to three and a quarter and we ended up locking it like three, six. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my gosh, three, six. <laughs> it's now, all perspective. Right? Oh, it's all perspective. A hundred percent. A few know? months later, you're like, man, I sure. I'm oh, what got- a deal. You know, it's, it's, it's perspective. And I think, um, to, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if you are familiar with, uh, the greatest salesman in the world, oh, Og yeah. Mandino. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm, I'm working through that book and, you know, doing it the way he recommends. And so I'm basically, I'm reading a scroll every day for, mm-hmm. you know, 30 days straight. Right. And the one I'm in right now is talking about laughter, right? And how important laughter is laugh at the world. Yeah. And the statement in there is regardless of the highs and the lows, this too shall pass. No matter where you're at, whether the season's great or oh, you're struggling, this too shall pass. And we got to keep, you know, um, I'm, I'm rambling on here, but it, as I said that, it reminded me when I was with Vanderbilt as the chaplain, um, I got to be in, I, I mean, Coach Corbin gave me total access. I was in the clubhouse. I was in the classroom. I was on the field. I was in the dugout. Mm-hmm. Um, and the things that he's instilling in these young men um, are are incredible. He's building men. He's not just creating a baseball culture. He's building young men. And one of the things that he emphasizes over and over is the importance of staying in the middle. Right? You go in, you win Friday night. You got a big weekend series against LSU in Baton yeah. Rouge. You win Friday night. You could be right here. Right? right. And he's like, or you got smoked and you're down here. Right. The reality is wherever you were, get back to the middle as soon as possible. Because when we're in the middle, it's when our mind is focused and we're not riding these high emotions or getting beat down. And I think that's the case in when it comes to business, when it comes to our families, when it become when it comes to the real estate market. Yeah. No matter where the rate is, right? Fix your eyes and your gaze on the long-term picture right. of things, and, and you'll be successful in that. I think what I hear you saying is preparedness. I mean, there's a lot of preparedness. You know, everything you're talking about, you know, 
Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. I mean, you see so many snippets of him and he really talked about, you know, he says emotions come and go, Mm -hmm. they're going to come and go, but you know, the hard work, you know, and he just described, you know, I would, he would get at the gym. I mean, he's blessed. He's a, he's a tall athlete, but like, you know, it's, that's not why he became the best player in the world It's right. because of the work he put in. There's plenty of guys, six, eight, who could have been as great as he was, but is the fact that he got to the gym three hours beforehand and every, and he just talked about as I'm doing that now, a year from now, how much better am I mm-hmm. than the next You can't compete with that unless you're going to put in that kind of work. And it's really just, it's not getting emotional, but what with that work though, People show that you're going to have success. I mean, that's yeah. Tom Ferry, you know, Allen, you know, Kobe, these people, they're showing. I remember Pat Riley used to talk about preparation with it, mm-hmm. Magic Johnson. I mean, um, just the preparedness, yeah. you know. And Corbin, even now, look at what they're doing now. I mean, your you, your last year was what, 05 there? Is it- well, playing, playing? Um, last year playing at Vanderbilt was 2000. So I missed playing for Corbin. I didn't get to play okay. for Corbin. Um, but getting well, you came be, back, when I you came were working back. For, so yeah. when you were working there to now, it, it's mm-hmm. just even – Oh, he, he's they're, just he's building the, something that's attracts they're the more premier, than just a baseball yeah, player. Yeah, they're the premier collegiate baseball program in the country, arguably number one. Yeah, I, I really believe that. Um, and if you're if you've ever been around it for any length of time, you know why. Yeah, uh, they're they're putting out quality young men, and they're in fact they're opening up tonight. As, as we record this. The, oh, really? Yeah, season opens up. They're in Texas. Uh, it's a good time playing. to go. It's not 100, and, 100 yeah, degrees. Yeah, so they're in playing the in the dome down there. So, yeah, oh, nice. yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I still follow them and keep up with those kids, man. I'm, I'm for them 100%. Yeah, so. they've got some great players. One of my favorite, Walker Bueller. I'm a Dodgers fan, and he's, yeah. he's up there. Walker, um, whole bunch of good players. So, so what's on the horizon? You've got uh, 30 A's coming up. Um, yeah. You're coming up, uh, and you're going to go down. And so you're just going to relax some. You're putting in yeah. some work down no. there. You got <laughs> yeah. some meetings. So, so where we are in the season, is this season of life is when we go down. My girls typically are doing all the relaxing. Now I still make time to go paddle boarding or something yeah. like that. Uh, that's that's my favorite thing in the world to do um but when i'm down there uh march 1st there's a big we, we have an all-day uh training and kind of a conference all day with with the berkshire office there on the okay. first and then i'm just going to host some open houses and nice. tour some properties shoot a lot of video we're going to do a lot of video content start doing some neighborhood highlights for the communities down there and i love your content you've, it's yeah. been, you've definitely kicked it up several notches it's so been great, yeah well it's been a lot of fun yeah the, and, and that office down there uh beach properties of florida they've been Integral. Yeah. What's your favorite place to eat down there? You have one? Oh gosh, um, a few. Yeah, I mean, if we're, I tell you, one of our new favorites is Amigos. If you haven't eaten at Amigos yet, okay. Um, so it's it's just across ninety eight from Rosemary. So in the oh Amici's yeah, next door, yeah, to that. Amici's sure. and Amigos, yeah. so the same same ownership. Yeah. Um, but they're actually opening up. They haven't opened it yet, but so Amici and Amigos, you know, is Italian and Mexican yeah. uh, for um, or for Spanish for friend. They actually are opening an American restaurant called Friends. Nice. Um, so they're going to specialize in good. burgers Shout and dogs. Amigos, Amigos yeah. is great. Um, we like a we like a little scratch biscuit down in Watercolor for oh, breakfast. Yeah. My girls are huge fans of those big old square biscuits they make. Nice. So that's a good nice. one. Well, man, thanks for coming. Oh, uh, gosh, so yeah. Been, my I've pleasure. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so how do people reach out to you? They want to work with you. They want to they know what's going on in the national market. Is this a good time to buy? Is it not? How to navigate that? Yeah. You know, how do they 
latch on to your expertise? How do they reach you? Yeah. So easiest way would be just, you know, through social media connections at Andy Beal Realtor on all the platforms, YouTube. Uh, B-E-A-L. B-E-A-L. Yep. yep. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, and I'm Andy on TikTok. Yeah. Come on now. Started t- new TikTok's a new thing. I, I haven't gotten the dance moves down yet, but I'm, I'm getting No there. dance moves so. needed, man. It's, <laughs> you know, they are building, they are people purchasing super luxury homes now. Yeah. Sight unseen sometimes with, through TikTok. Yep. So, I yeah. mean, it is, it is a new age upon us and, you know, get with it or, or get left behind. That's right. kind of the yeah. thing. So. so, yeah, you can connect to me on any of the, any of the social awesome. platforms. It'd be a great way to connect. Love to talk with all you guys about Nashville or down at the beach, especially. Yeah. yeah. So, so man, family time, um, your faith, I mean, yeah. all things are lining up. I'm super happy for you. I mean, life's hard. It's never, it's never easy, right. but, but, um, it's a lot easier, I think, when when you're kind of doing in the work. You know, your your faith is in the right place, and uh, so I'm just I'm you're you're an inspiration to me. I want you oh, to know gosh, that. So man, I appreciate thanks. that, yeah. and uh, looking forward to spending more time with you. Thanks, yeah, man. Thanks for great. coming. Yeah, man. Thank All you. Right. So, hey guys, we'll see you next time here on the All In Podcast. Tune in, uh, hit the like and subscribe button below. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>